Good morning, Cherub. Good morning, Hush. Hello and welcome to the Cherub Chats podcast. I'm your host, Guardian Angel and Big Sis, Heather Michelle, and welcome to episode number nine. Today, we're going to be talking about why you should be more fucking delusional instead of being more fucking for real. But before I do, I want to remind you girlies to please follow, rate, and review this podcast. It really helps us out as a community and it helps more cherubs find the podcast. This week, our cherubs asked a few questions um, ranging from how to stay healthy, friends, situationships, changing jobs, um, planning get-togethers, and thoughts on age gaps in relationships. So as always, we will get to those at the end of the episode, but let's talk about why you should be a little bit more Delulu instead of being true, true. <laughs> I just made that up. I don't even know that that makes sense. Typically, I actually plan out my podcast episodes a little differently. I create a script. I create a plan with bullet notes and talking points. And in between those talking points, I kind of freestyle, but in general, the whole out, the whole outfit. <laughs> Can you tell where my head's at? The whole podcast is usually very thoroughly planned out. Today, I don't have a fucking plan. All I know is that last week's episode, I feel like it almost had a, a tinge of sadness to it because I mentioned that I made a vision board at the beginning of the year with all these huge goals like being on a red carpet and a billboard and creating a product and all these things. I was like, and it's August and I'm nowhere near these things. First off, why is it August and I'm writing my year off? Um, There's still like four months left in the year the now is not the time to give up. Now is the time to put it in fucking high gear. Stick my nose to the grindstone and put that ass to work. At the same time, I hate hustle and grind culture. And I think we should definitely have a balance in our life. But um, I want to be in flow and enjoy what I'm doing, which I am. But I also want to fucking show the world what I'm made up of and get this shit done, you know? And I realized listening back and editing, like, I'm being a little too fucking for real right now. And I need to go back to my fucking Delulu state of mind. And I think it's funny how on TikTok, we just continually rebrand this idea of being a dreamer and having imagination and manifesting great big things for ourselves. Um, So if you've been following me for some time now, you probably saw at the beginning of the year, I created this video that was, I was like, how delusional are you being with your manifestations on a scale from James Charles to, uh, uh, what is it? I can't remember, but I basically set up a scale and I was like, because whatever you're manifesting for the year, you need to step it up. You need to be more fucking delusional and you need to want a little bit more for yourself. And I was kind of coming from a place where I had these big goals and I almost needed to dumb them down a little bit and realize, one, almost everything that you, me, and the person next to me want to achieve in their wildest dreams has already actually been achieved. It's not that fucking crazy. It's not that imaginative or out of this world. Everything is fucking possible and there's at least one one case study to prove that it is possible and we can achieve whatever we fucking want we just need to believe it 
and that it's that moment that we open the door to that possibility that we can walk through and maybe we don't know the straight path into the door and out to our goals but at least we're opening the door and we're trying to figure it out one reason you need to be more fucking delusional is there's someone out there who has achieved what you want to achieve or has achieved twice three times what you want let's say your goal is to buy a house okay i'm not saying that's a small goal that's a big goal especially during this time but i'm saying there's people out there that not only own one house they own a passive income property or there's people out there that own fucking castles there's people out there that own islands and you don't think you can buy a house that's what i'm saying like a lot of people are like oh i won't be able to buy a house in this economy i won't be able to buy a house in this market what makes you think that you can't buy one measly house when there's people out there fucking that have a house for each finger that's fucking nuts so that's what i'm saying like you almost have to dumb down your goal to make it seem more achievable even though in our current reality it seems delusional or it seems unrealistic fuck realistic reality is literally not even fucking real there's like clear jellyfish out in the ocean there's fucking sea monsters there's people flying to the moon in a car there's ai have emotions now and people are acting like ai robots and you don't think you could buy a house that's what i'm saying like you kind of need to it's it's like i'm saying it's a crazy goal but you need to dumb it down in comparison to what others have achieved and that's not to make you feel small and that's not to make you feel like oh my goal is insignificant my goal is not important or it's a stupid goal but it's just to make you feel like yeah i can do that i could totally do that a house easy peasy the second reason you need to be a little bit more fucking delusional with your life and stop playing around with these little goals is because when you shoot for the stars you might land on the moon and sure you didn't reach the stars but um there's only a handful of people that have been on the moon that's still an amazing place to be and that's another thing that hit me while i was editing last week's video is i was talking about my achievements like ugh, you know i didn't walk the red carpet and all i did was start a podcast and start merch and blah, 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 and like find new people that's amazing and even i feel like three years ago if you had told me okay you're gonna be a content creator you're gonna start a podcast people are going to listen people are gonna have amazing feedback and tell you how impactful it is to them oh yeah and there's gonna be people out there that wear your little design on a sweater i would tell you you're fucking crazy that's not gonna happen i might reach a couple thousand people and that's it i feel like actually me starting off the year with these huge goals has done nothing but push me to go harder and harder and and these little not these little goals these goals that a year ago might have seemed like the ultimate goal are just now a side side goal and like something you know to keep adding to my list of accomplishments if that makes sense like I remember when I told my first manager oh I think I want to start a podcast and um it almost seemed like this 
distant thing that I would not be able to achieve this year, maybe not even next year. I would have to, you know, continue to work on other things before I can make that happen. And I think, you know, setting out a goal of like, I want to design a shoe for a company, a big notable company. And I want to, I have this whole vision for this product that I want to create with this company. And that seems so insane that having a podcast and creating my own merch and, you know, having a company and all this shit, it really is just, it's small dice or what, what's that saying that people say? If you set out to buy a house this year, maybe that is a little crazy for this economy. Don't tell yourself that. But you know what? If your goal was to buy a house by December of 2023, maybe all you've done, quote unquote, is save $100,000. Do you think you would have actually saved $100,000 if your goal for 2023 was save $100,000? Probably not. Because that would have been the ultimate, that would have been the scariest thing to achieve and sometimes we really do get in our own way and we prevent ourselves from achieving that because we're just scared, like what happens next, what if I have this, you know, we have like this almost like scarcity mindset and we feel like we constantly have to struggle so we don't let ourselves get there because we feel like what will my identity be if I'm not struggling anymore, what will my identity be if I'm not working towards anything anymore. And the secret to that is you're always going to keep working to better something in your life, whether it's yourself, your finances, your goals, your friendships, your family, your relationships, your fucking dog, your um, philanthropy, whatever it is, you're always going to be working towards bettering something. And you shouldn't be scared of reaching that goal because guess what? There's always going to be another goal. Anyways, I went on a tangent. But that's kind of what I love about not having an episode plan is I can go on tangents and I feel, I almost feel like I'm talking a little bit more like how I would talk to my friends with this. So if you're listening and you like the way this podcast episode is sounding, let me know. Please give me feedback or do you prefer the style of other episodes where it's a little bit more planned out? This is kind of a thought, thought vomit, word vomit episode. My point is to say when you set out huge goals you're no longer scared of of hitting those milestones. They're just a means to get to where you want to be instead of the ultimate and you're like, fuck, well, what now? You know, it also gives you like drive and purpose and motivation. Like I want to work with this huge brand and create something and pick colors and textures and materials and, and have a fucking concept And yeah, that sounds crazy, but guess what? You know what that motivates me to do is have this like crystal clear vision for myself, my personal brand, my content, my friends on the internet, you guys, my cherubs. That way, when that time comes, it's even more of a perfect fit. And had I only, only quote unquote set out to, you know, start a podcast this year, maybe I would still be researching microphones. Maybe I would still be thinking about it instead of actually doing it. And the caveat to that is when you set out to do these huge goals, you cannot feel discouraged when you haven't achieved it at the end of your period, your set time that you set out for yourself. And that's going back to the glow up episode, I think one, where I was like, make small goals for yourself 
yeah, you got to start somewhere. Like, even people asking about being a content creator and like, where do you start? You just have to fucking start because you're not going to get the quality of a three-year content creator if you haven't even created one run. You need to like get those fuck-ups out of the way, you know? And that's the same thing with like goals to achieve a huge milestone is like you kind of have to work out the kinks before you hit this milestone. You know, you almost have to like prepare yourself for that blessing. And that's another thing is like, we all want these huge dreams and these huge goals but like are we as we are now ready for that probably not so we need to like work our our way into preparing ourselves for that for the red carpet (laughs) let's say i want to go on a red carpet well current me has some social issues (laughs) I'm a little socially anxious. I'm a little awkward. I'm not that smooth talking girl. And you know what will help me with that? Maybe this podcast. Maybe meeting up with my cherubs in person. Maybe socializing and meeting friends and and creating long-lasting friendships. Okay, so that that might be what is leading me up to that point. And maybe I'm not ready to be on the, on the red carpet right now. But at least I have that end goal in mind. And everything that's currently happening is preparing me for that. And last reason you should be more fucking delusional. There's enough people being fucking for real. There's enough people sitting in the misery that is their their current reality. And they're so pessimistic and they're so stuck in the right now. What is true right now. And you don't need to feed into that. There's already enough negativity. Let's all be a little fucking delulu. Let's all be the light in this world and uplift people who says who says i can't be superman i say i say that i know i can't let's all be the hannah montana in someone else's life okay and another thing not only do you want to be fucking delulu you want to encourage and influence the people in your life to be a little bit more fucking delulu go ahead go ahead i support you i believe in you even this thought that we can build a world that's like so hyped up and so excited for their goals is a little delulu. You know, there's going to be people out there that are negative and maybe people out there are going to judge you for your goals, but you just need to stand in this like bright, full energy and you need to be so fired up for your goals that nothing anyone else tells you will discourage you from that. I mean, I've told the whole fucking internet about some of my goals and I'm sure people have said negative things. I can't fucking tell you what they are because I don't pay attention to them. That's how little I fucking care about the naysayers and the negative people. I don't care. You know what I care about? I care about my sweet cherubs and I care about making people confident. I care about maintaining my confidence and continuing to grow and loving the people around me and, you know, watering myself and watering those around me. And I know that eventually... The person that I want to be and me are going to, you know, converge and we're eventually going to become one. And I'm taking steps every single day to become that person, to be ready to, you know, take my goals with open arms and really accept them and one, know how to maintain them, keep them and be ready for it, you know? So that's, that's my little episode on how to be fucking to Lulu. Let me know if you like this style of episode where it's literally just me fucking ranting. I feel a little bit more passionate when I go off the wall, but I know it could be probably a little confusing to follow along. So let me know. 
what you think. But now onto what the cherubs asked us this week. Our first cherub asked how to stay on track with a healthy nutrition. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I feel like I did a whole I did a whole episode on how to stay with a healthy nutrition. And it ultimately comes down to starting with having a healthy relationship with yourself and being a little bit more self-aware and in tune with your emotions. And if a lot of us ask ourselves, when am I indulging in maybe food that makes me feel lethargic? Is it when I'm sad? Is it when I'm lonely? Is it when I'm angry? Okay, so then the issue isn't the pizza. The issue isn't the chips. The issue is how I decide to cope with those emotions. Okay, so then it's, you know, it's not about staying with a healthy nutrition. It's about staying in tune with your emotions and asking yourself the right questions and learning how to cope properly with those emotions. Okay, so I would say... (laughs) Next time you want to eat unhealthy, ask yourself how you're feeling, why you got that way. Maybe journal, maybe go outside and meditate, maybe take a walk and really have a date with yourself and check in with yourself. At least for me, I remember when I would go on these binges, it was when my mom would leave me to go on a date with some random fucking guy and I felt angry and I felt lonely and I felt abandoned and so I would go into the pantry and I would just eat out of this anger I don't know if it was anger towards myself or something but I needed to realize that I'm not the fucking problem I'm not the reason people are leaving me they're the reason people are leaving me and I need to cope differently and so you know what I started doing I started watering myself and doing things that made me happy while I was by myself But you need to ask yourself what it is that you need to do to stay on your nutrition and realize that it's not about the food and it's not about the craving. It's about what's leading you to that point. Okay, go listen to episode number one. (laughs) For the girl that wants advice on how to stay motivated, I used to struggle with motivation. So I started off with my own reward system. I did that for one month and after it moves from motivation to discipline. Once you work on discipline, it becomes easier for you to keep going. And yes, there are days where I don't want to go or do anything. So I'll use that day as my day off and not take a day off for the rest of the week. But even in my day off, I eat healthy and keep my mind busy with reading or journaling. That's also a great tip if you've gotten past that initial you know, inquisitive stage where you're asking yourself, why am I doing these things? Why do I behave in this way? Why do I go to these unhealthy habits, whether it's staying inactive for a long time or eating things that don't make me feel good, then realize that it's not even just motivation, it's discipline, like she said. Okay, friends. So I also did an episode about this, shameless plug. I think it might've been shit talking or something, gossiping dealing with toxic friendships. I don't know exactly what you want to hear about friends. Um, making friends as hard as you're in your adulthood, um, but you can definitely make it less hard on yourself by offering less resistance when they come. And that was a big issue for me. I definitely didn't feel ready to have friends because I knew with friendships came close proximity and I wasn't ready to have people close to me because I wasn't ready to open up necessarily about everything that's happened in my life 
Um, at the same time, I wanted to open up, if that makes sense, but I felt like some people just didn't allow for that environment. I don't know. So I was, I was very fucking confused when it came to what I wanted in a friendship. And I would even say, like, this is the same for relationships and friendships. Like, if you want to make friends, maybe make a, like, a dear universe. Here are the qualities that I want in a friend. Make, like, a fucking build a friend, build a bitch list and have a really clear idea of what you expect in a friend and then make sure that your actions are aligning with that because like I said I wanted someone to be open with but I was also scared to be open with someone so yeah I don't know I don't really know your question was just for let's talk situationships I feel like the thing about situationships is sometimes it's just a weird in-between period and I don't think there's necessarily anything bad with situationships but once it's gone on for too long and it's keeping you from maybe exploring other situations other people that's when it's kind of impeding you and it's stunting you um also why is it a situationship and why is it not either progressing any further are you guys keeping it very shallow does it need to be redefined as a um friends with benefits situation is there are they just a friend do you guys have a crush on each other like you need to get out of this weird limbo phase after a certain amount of time and that time is for you to decide like personally i feel like i wouldn't fuck around with someone for more than two three months if i was i didn't know where they were going that's a quarter of a year a quarter of a year wondering what the fuck is up with someone no ma'am no ma'am i want to leave my job i don't hate it nor love it, but sometimes I feel ungrateful. Considering the office is less physically draining than my previous job, fast food, I might just be money hungry because I miss the checks I used to earn. I personally know, and I'm self-aware enough to realize that in the state of the world we're currently in, not everyone can be passionate about their job. Sometimes people need to fucking put up with some less exciting job in the meantime and some people don't want their job to be their passion some people like to clock in clock out leave their fucking work behind and you know think about their passions after work or on the weekends and that's perfectly fine i'm not here to yuck anyone's yum but i think if you're feeling this way it is for a reason and maybe there's something greater out there for you obviously i would say be smart about it save up some money in case something doesn't go right in this maybe career switch that you didn't even tell me you wanted but i'm i'm gonna suggest maybe it is time for a career switch maybe it's your higher self asking you to pursue whatever it is the next stage is for you is it your passion or is it just a better job i will say in this climate if your work is not toxic or if it's not completely unbearable i would stick it out but in the meantime it doesn't hurt to look on indeed or whatever job sites you use you know so yeah i would say keep an eye out for a a different career path but maybe stick it out obviously don't quit to pursue nothing you know if you don't have anything lined up but always have like a little nest egg just in case i would say Next year, I've asked, I want to plan a big group gathering at the beach, but I'm nervous that no one will show up. And girl, I feel for you, and I feel that. I hate the idea. <laughs> oh my god. 
I hate the idea of like a little kid planning a birthday party and no one shows up like I will cry if I hear a story like that because you know what probably because that's happened to me and I've blocked it out I just feel like so closely connected to that situation and I would say um definitely start off with like your close friends that are going and then if everyone else shows up great if they don't then it's just your friends like your really close friends um I feel like I always feel scared to do that as well I also don't know enough people to plan a big group gathering but at the same time like this could be a great time to build closer friendships so just make it seem really fucking fun like I don't know why I have this bonfire in mind, but like if it's a bonfire, I'd be like, there's going to be food, there's going to be drinks, there's going to be music, like so-and-so's going. Maybe if there's someone that everyone knows, be like, oh, so-and-so's going. Because a lot of the times when I maybe get invited to things, I get kind of scared if the idea that I don't have anyone I already know is there. So, you know, that might be something to put out there, but as long as you've got your besties with you, you know, this big group gathering, like, worse comes to worse, it just becomes a hangout, and it's fine, you know, but I totally get you, like, ugh, the fear that, like, no one would show up, that's another reason, like, people are like, would you ever have, like, a quote-unquote meetup with your cherubs, and I'm like, oh, 100%, I would, if I weren't fucking scared that no one would show up, I'm gonna do the same thing when it comes, when the day comes if the weather ever fucking cools down i'm gonna have a little hot girl walk a little coffee date with all my little cherubs in the dallas fort worth area mark my words and you know what if no one shows up it's fine because i'm gonna invite my friend and at the end of the day it could just be a little girl date that's it anyways i wish you luck i hope you have fun with your little your little group gathering i've been through the planning and gathering thing multiple times my advice is that if you have like a really close friend or people you know you can count on invite them so you know that they'll show up and just invite as many reliable people as possible if they don't show up that's on them for missing out sorry for the multiple responses no worries i actually love the multiple responses by the way um literally what i said and the reliable part that part retweet because not everyone's reliable. Some some people are like, oh yeah, I'm down. And then you don't even hear a sorry I couldn't come text. And last one, thoughts on a five-year difference in age for a relationship. It depends on what the five years are. Because truly, there are so many different stages of development <laughs> in us humans. And it sometimes does differ between men and women. Like a 25-year-old man. 25 year old woman and a 30 man 30 year old man will have a lot more in common I would think than a 30 year old woman and a 25 year old man um also 20 year old woman and a 20 25 year old man I feel like that's when you're getting into sticky situations I feel like age gaps before 25 matter a ton after 25 getting into your like 27 like closer to 30 I think that's perfectly fine um but the problem comes from like the power imbalance and you know like 21 year old being with a 26 year old that's a world of a difference and I feel like that's a little bit of a power imbalance I would generally try to stick to people being in your same stage of life and just make sure that they're not exerting this 
power over you because they're older. That's where it starts to get kind of tricky. You know, even if it's legal, even if you're 18, an 18 year old and a 23 year old have no business being together. You know what I'm saying? So that's why after 25, I think it's fine because after 25, your brain is fully developed. A lot of us are out of school and most people are kind of in the same stage of life. You know, they're starting their career, they're building a home, a life together, maybe they're traveling. So yeah, good luck. But I would say you have to be very self-aware and very observant of other people to see, is this is this person interested in younger people because they like the power or did it truly just happen to be? Is this a pattern for them? You know, you got to really dissect it. You really got to go in astuta. Thoughts on five-year relationship gap? Coming from someone whose ex-BF of three years recently left her for someone five years younger, I would say don't do it. The mindset they have is so much different than yours might be. Even if you think that they are grown or mature for your age, oh, even if you slash they think you're grown or mature for your age, it might seem really exciting that someone older has taken interest in you, especially if they're hot or popular. But if the age gap is that big, it's not a good sign. I myself have also dated a guy a few years older when I was younger and I can speak from experience that there's a reason usually why they don't date people their own age. I'm not saying that they're all bad, but it's quite strange. I didn't even think about that. This cherub, I mean, obviously firsthand experience, I didn't even think about the fact that like, oh, maybe they can't even date people their own age because they can see through their bullshit. That part. So you have to be very, and yeah, even if you think you're mature, maybe you're not even mature enough to see the powers that be, like them exercising certain manipulation tactics or whatever over you. So I would just be very fucking careful and definitely like rely on other people if that's the case to like see because sometimes it takes people from outside the situation to really see what's going on and have people like really good grounding people around you to really tell you what the fuck is up and like if they need to call you out on your bullshit let them and be like hey i want your honest opinions please no fucking bullshitting no sugarcoating like tell me what it is, how it is. Okay, and I think that is all for our Ask Our Angel segment this week. And that is all for episode number nine. Again, please, please, please give me feedback on this structure or lack thereof about the episode. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to keep up to date when I post these episodes. And if you want to participate in next week's Ask Your Angels, make sure to follow me on Instagram because every Monday I let you guys submit your dilemmas and every Tuesday I ask you guys for your advice for our cherubs and their dilemmas. So yeah, but anyways, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I will see you next time. And remember, you are never alone when you're a part of the Chip Club.